from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Much like the rest of the country, the credit union movement is engaged in crucial conversations about understanding structural racism, advancing social justice, and prioritizing diversity, equity, and inclusion. Leading many of these discussions is the African American Credit Union Coalition, or AACUC. In June, the AACUC launched Commitment to Change, Credit Unions Unite Against Racism, This initiative focuses on unification, education, conversations, and investments that will move the credit union movement into a future where diversity, equity, and inclusion can thrive. I am Casey Mishlevy, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. We have a special guest host this week, Lauren Williams, CUNA's Media Relations Manager. In this episode, Lauren speaks with Renee Sadiwhite, President and CEO of AACUC. They discuss the philosophy behind the Commitment to Change initiative, how credit unions can support communities of color, advice for allies, and more. So you have had just a lot of experiences, not just as a woman, as a Black woman. I know for me, when I first came into the credit union industry, let's just say there weren't too many of us. So has that been difficult for you navigating the industry as a Black woman? It depends on what arena I'm in. I think that being with AACUC has opened up many doors for me. The founding board members were extraordinary at making sure that I was in the room and meeting the people I needed to meet to have the impact that the organization needs to have. So I won't say that as a Black woman it's been difficult. I will say it's been challenging at times. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Rayshard Brooks, I know that took place in Atlanta where you currently live. Just naming a few of the unarmed Black people who have been killed by police. And it's really just sparked this national movement as we've seen just all across the country. I know that also sparked the AACUC commitment to change and the various conversations you've had with credit union leaders. So all of this is just disheartening. To watch this stuff unfold, what is heartwarming is the fact that credit union lands, as I've said before, and I've been saying this mantra, credit unions can unite this nation. Credit unions show people how to love one another, how to treat each other with respect and dignity. And I do believe that we can get this done with the credit union movement. I know you mentioned just the realities of disparities, right? I think we see that unfolding with COVID-19, how it's affecting Black neighborhoods and Black people detrimentally. And there's also the reality of financial disparities, right? So what's your thoughts on like ways that credit unions can help? I know you kind of mentioned they could really set the example, set the tone, but I think there's just so much they could really do. Right. There's a tremendous amount of work that needs to be done. The first thing that credit unions can look at are products and services that could help communities of color that typically, again, the systematic control systems that were put together, how do we dismantle them? We have to be more open. We have to look at how we can meet people where they are. And I don't think that we've done enough of that. We can be better at it and more intentional. And I think now that we've discovered that there is a 
not just discovered, but rediscovered that there's an issue, we can look at it from a different point of view. How can we be inclusive instead of exclusive? And as a credit union community, finances is what we, that's our product. So how do we make sure that everybody has access to the product? How do we get back to the basics of credit unions? How do we get back to the basis of cooperatives, why we were formed in the first place? Credit union people would remember we were formed because banks didn't want us. Banks didn't want a loan to us. And so we created pockets of people coming together to pull their money together so that they could lend out to people of of their community. So if we look at it from a community standpoint, instead of credit unions thinking that they need to be like a bank, I think that we really could do something to make the financial products and services equitable for people of color. It's the invitation for the entire industry. And it's not ACC's initiative. It should be a credit union initiative. We have the tenants already in place. Just if we were looking at it like the Constitution of the United States, mm-hmm. the eight cooperative principles, they outline how we should govern ourselves as cooperatives and credit unions. So from that standpoint, we already have what it takes to make the difference. We have what it takes to go beyond where we think we can go. We have our credence. We have our cadence. The cadence is people helping people. That's what we do. And then the philosophy, we've got it already there. We're not asking for charity. We're asking for service. We are about service to people. And so when we get there, when we look at it that way, as only credit union people can, passionately as we care about members, I believe that that's how we make the tide. What are some of the other things that credit unions can do? Credit unions can go in their communities. Credit unions can do better about hiring more people of color to serve the people of color that are their members. They can do a better job of having management courses and trainings for people of color so that they can get into the C-suite. Things are changing. Times are changing. Colors are changing. Credit unions are changing. I remember one of the calls that we did for Commitment to Change where was the wisdom call. In my introduction, I said something about We used to be the janitors in the boardroom, and now we are leading in some of the boardrooms. And I received an email back from Latasha Cooper, who is the president and CEO of a credit union in South Carolina. She sent one subject line, and it says, from janitor to leading the boardroom. And that just made me feel so happy because... I didn't realize that that really was the impact that we had. So that call for wisdom was about making sure that everybody understood where we were and where we're going and where we can go. We are here now, but we've had so many strides. I don't want people to think that, oh, we're just complaining because we're not satisfied. That's not it at all. I think that in the minds and hearts of people, they want to do better. They want to do what's right and they want to make a difference. ACC is putting a list of things together so that people can visit our website. Well, there's already a resource page. And so there's some things that people have done already that we're going to put up on the website that you can echo and mimic. I think it's just really hard for people to find their voice. And I think if you're not at the top level or the C-suite, you might not feel like it is your responsibility to do so. You always want to be respectful, but it is at the same time our responsibility as African-American people to speak up, you know, and that's a burden that we carry. And I don't think a lot of people recognize the burden that we carry daily, even the idea of what you said, going from janitor to board member. Can you imagine that type of ladder? 
I love that example. Yeah, you talked a little bit about the commitment to change movement. So yeah, let's let's talk more about that. And please do share more if you have some other initiatives that are going to be under that umbrella. I know you've had series of conversations with African American credit union leaders, allies who you know aren't part of the African American community. Yeah, let's let's definitely dive in a little bit more about the commitment to change movement. One of the things I'm really pleased about is what CUNA and the uh, credit union leagues have been doing. They have decided to invest in ACC, all of the leagues becoming a member of ACC. Can you imagine? We will be able to say when they're all completed that every single league in the United States is a member of ACC. You want to talk about a commitment? That is a statement that is saying we believe in the commitment to change. We are here to support you. And so they didn't stop there. Oh, no, they didn't stop there. What they decided to do, they decided to do a scholarship fund for the next three years with portions of their membership. They have initial funding, and which is really large. And so after that, for the next two years, it'll be coming out of their membership. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. So our ACC members, black and white, can go to a league certification or a CUNA certification or an ACC certification and get subsidized through a scholarship. That's extraordinary. We've got two large credit unions that are doing 500000 apiece over five years. That commitment is huge. I am so encouraged by what everybody is doing. And of course, the gift of State Employees Credit Union of North Carolina, headed by Mike Lord, that gift of $125,000 just set everything up to have people really notice that ACC is worthy of the resources. We're worthy of getting this so that we can set up to be the beacon of hope for the credit union industry around DEI. And that's what I see for ACC. I see it as an opportunity. So um, how can credit unions help? The Iowa Credit Union League, Illinois Credit Union League, they did something that was just music to my ears. We, after a call, Zoom call for their, the Credit Union League, they decided to do 100 memberships for people in their Credit Union League. Is that not extraordinary? What a commitment. And then all the different credit unions, True Lion and Corporate One in Ohio, just on Juneteenth, just sending $10,000 because they wanted to do something on Juneteenth. That kind of stuff is just marvelous. Um, We have a new board member coming into ACC from Michigan State University Federal Credit Union. And I talked with April, the CEO, and I was talking about our corporate partnership. And immediately she said, That's a $25,000 commitment for five years. So every year for five years, $25,000. They just became a member this year and that level of support. And so when we're looking at billion-dollar credit unions, we like to offer them to be a corporate partner, which is really great. We've got great corporate partners now, Inclusive, MeQ Credit Union, Local Government, Federal Credit Union, Together Credit Union, CQ of North Carolina, CQ of Maryland, and um, School First, of course, School First Federal Credit Union. They're such a huge supporter. I am overwhelmed by the level of support. The World Council of Credit Unions, we've done a memorandum of understanding, and we're going to get back to some things that we were doing universally. That is a huge connection. That, That in itself says to the credit union movement, yes, we believe in ACC, we want to support ACC, and we believe ACC can bring value to us as well. And I think you brought up some really good points when it comes to being a good ally, as in being a good person, right? You know, even if you're not giving financially, 
there's other ways that you can support the Black community. So can you kind of shed some light on our allies and any like advice? For the well-meaning and well-intentioned white people who are feeling really bad right now, got it. Understand it. However, don't beat yourself up. This is 400 years of oppression, of, of social injustice, all of those things. And so we're not going to turn it around overnight. Should you feel bad? Certainly, because you're a human being. I feel bad. However, there's not to be beat yourself up. Don't look at it that way. Don't take it that way. Just being someone of good conscience, being someone who wants to be around the movement and the effort is great. What needs to happen is, is we need to remember that we bleed red, not green, like Mr. Spock in my Star Trek series. It is just <laughs> so important that we provide compassion to ourselves. I can only imagine the weight and the pressure that some white people may feel because they may feel like they're not doing enough. They're not saying anything. They don't know what to say. Well, this is what I say about that. If you don't know what to say, say that. I don't know what to say. I understand that you may be hurting. I don't know what to say, but I want you to know I'm here for you. If you want to talk to me, if you need to just have me sit here with you. And so I think if our allies were to look at it in that fashion, they could then be more comfortable For me, it's like, what box can I put this in so I know how to deal with it? So that might be the box to put it in so that it can make sense to you that you don't feel bad. Because there's no win if other people feel blamed. There's no win. So we want a win-win. I'm always about the win-win-win. How can we make it for everybody to get a piece of what they need and move forward? What things would you say have changed or you'd like to see change as a result of this commitment to change, as a result of credit unions trying to stand up against racism in a perfect world, how would it look like? What would our credit union movement look like after that? When I started with ACC, I was in charge of the Reaching Toward the Future Internship Program. And again, I've said this before, I think of ACC as Kenneth Bay because we were born in GAC. The Reaching Toward the Future Internship Program was first funded by Kenneth's foundation before it was the National Credit Union Foundation and was the CUNA Foundation. That program was created to help black students go into mainstream credit unions and see if financial services could work for them, if that if a career in that industry would work for them. That program was created. We didn't have a whole lot of black students going into these credit unions. Well, now we have internships through credit unions all over the country. I feel like the Reaching Toward the Future internship program that we had back then is now obsolete. And so we have partnered up and are revamping that program to meet the current needs. There no longer is a need for an organization to facilitate that because the credit unions now have internship programs within their credit unions and they're hiring multi-ethnic people to be in right. the credit unions. So that's a great thing. So I would love to see that. And it's taken 20 years, right? So, okay. Right. So 20 years later, what does credit union land look like? Credit union land looks like any and everybody could be a president and CEO who's got the wherewithal to make the sacrifices that a CEO has to make to be in charge. So that's number one. Number two, there aren't any conversations about racism because racism doesn't exist. We're not having conversations about, we don't have enough women, we don't have enough men, we don't have enough, we don't have enough is not part of the conversation. What we will be doing is looking at how we can be more inclusive with the nation, because credit unions will have taken over and banks will be obsolete. That is what my future looks like.
how can people become a member of AACUC? I don't know if this is a notion, but I don't want there to be a notion that it's only for African-American people or it's only for African-American credit union CEOs. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about how some of our credit unions can get involved and support AACUC, all of what you all are doing, not just the commitment to change, but just your organization in general. AACC is not just for black people. We are for everyone who wants to be a part of a change, a commitment to change, and not just about the racism, but about DEI. How can we ensure that all credit unions are well represented, all members of credit unions are treated fairly and equitably? How can we do that? And so at ACUC, when you join ACUC, you get to be part of a community that is looking to provide a social aspect of equity, if you will. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization comprised of credit union executives, trade organizations, staff members. We have retirees, board members. We have all types of people who are members, and we are committed to education and professional development and advocacy. Where can people go? Can we go to aacuc.org? Where should people be looking for more information? ACC.org, and what we'll do is we'll put in there what's happening. I'll do some upcoming events or something like that. I'll make sure that we have the, the proper link to it and make sure that everybody totally understands. I know that there's so many moving parts. We're doing yeah. things so quickly and so many people who have contributed. I don't want anybody to ever feel like ACC is only about the big donors because that's not it at all. Certainly, every little bit helps. Every donation is treasured. Every donation is appreciated. We've had so many people, individuals, just donate out of their pockets, not even their credit unions, out of their own pockets. And I just have to say thank you. And just so you know, I'm one of those contributors, too. I want to make sure that I also give to ACC. So my company, Saturday White Training Productions, we do a lot of in-kind along with cash because the resources are there. And your contributions are tax deductible because we're a 501c3 organization. So that's something to consider when you're looking at where you're going to place your effort, your time, and your talent. I want to say thank you to you, Lauren, for all that you are doing to help ACC look better, be better. Thank you for the exposure. Thank you to your colleagues and Jim Nussel at CUNA for allowing us to do this today. I'm just so grateful for all the support. So before we close, Renee, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to share any parting thoughts or words of wisdom um, to our listeners and anything that we didn't touch upon that she kind of wanted to put out there. I would close with make sure that you're not judging people. Sometimes we make assumptions about people's attitudes and, and remarks that people make. And sometimes we're totally off base. Sometimes you may be right, but there are other times when you're totally off base in this racial climate that, yes, do we need to be considerate? Do we need to be kind? Certainly all of those things that you want to do, but you also want to be empathetic. And empathy goes a long way in ensuring that people can be heard and people can be touched. So I would say that uh, making sure that you're taking care of yourself. And sometimes it's just as simple as taking a deep breath and saying, you know what? I can get through this. And sometimes I think that's what we need. So I just want to say, you know, we need to be grateful for every day that we're above ground and that we can push agendas forward. Be grateful for your members because without the members, we wouldn't be here. And just know that ACC is here to do whatever we can to help support the credit movement. 
Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.